This is the Yabalog for your other brother's podcast. Welcome, friends, to not your other brother's podcast, but kind of, sort of. Call this a spinoff or an extension or or a bonus episode. I mean, that's what we're calling it. We're calling it the Yabalog. And this is a monthly bonus episode just for our faithful Patreon supporters, for our yabbers and our yabbies. Technically, if you pledge, <laughs> technically if you pledge a dollar a month, you're not quite a yabber. You're a yabby, but you're welcome at the table as well in this episode. And I'm really excited to put this together. This is the first episode of the Yabalog, so it's gonna, it's gonna. You know, remember how that first episode of some of your favorite shows were? Maybe some of them were great, but some of them were weird. Like the first episode of Parks and Rec, the first episode of The Office. There's some just kind of weird, awkward, like, what is this? And it's a show trying to figure itself out. And I think that's kind of how I see this show going. There is a schedule. I'm about to tell you everything that's about to happen in this episode. Um, So it's not completely just Tom winging winging it. But it's a little unusual because this is the first episode of any podcast I've ever done that's featuring just me. There is nobody else here with me. And... It would be very challenging to have someone else here with me because I am quite literally not in a closet, not even in a closet. A closet would be luxurious compared to where I am right now. Um, I'm actually in <laughs> I'm actually in my wardrobe. Yes, my wardrobe. I feel like I could transport to Narnia at any moment. Any moment now. I'm like feeling the back of the wardrobe and I'm like literally there's a sweater behind me and a coat in front of me. And at any moment, I could fall into that portal. In which case, y'all, like, bless me on my way, because I am <laughs> I am more than ready to go to Narnia at any moment. Um, but yeah, no, I'm like, in my, my studio apartment, there's this wardrobe that came with it, and, you know, it's not huge by any means, but I can fit in here, and I feel like the sound quality is pretty good. Um, locking myself in here, and hopefully I don't pass out and suffocate in this little tightly enclosed place but anyway i'm in a wardrobe and this is the yabalog and the way i see the yabalog going it's kind of a cross between a dialogue and an epilogue i see it as an epilogue maybe as a follow-up to the last episode so this will be a great opportunity to kind of carry the conversation forward and by carrying the conversation forward we can do that with a dialogue Um, we set up a phone number Revealed that on the last episode of Your Other Brother's Podcast. So people, listeners, you guys can call with feedback on the last episode or just questions, comments, stories from your life in general. If you want to just say, hey, if you want to thank us for what we're doing, if you want to criticize us, I mean, there's really no limit to what you can say on our voicemail. Now, there's a limit, of course, to what I'll accept and premiere on this episode. But stay tuned. We do have two listener calls that I'm going to show, that I'm going to listen I'm going to play back. There we go. That's the right verb. Two listener calls. I'm going to play for y'all, and then I'll talk about it. And potentially along the way in the Yabalog, in the history of the Yabalog, who knows? Maybe guests will make an appearance. Maybe it won't just be Tom trapped in Narnia for 30 minutes. I see these episodes being about 30 minutes. I think that's a good length. I don't need this thing to, you know, drag on for hours and hours and hours. I think a good 20 minute, my plan is 20 minutes of intro, reading comments on the blog, on the last podcast, potentially any emails that came in about that episode, the listener calls, 
And then stay tuned. The end of the episode, we will have bonus content that was cut from the original You're the Brothers podcast episodes. So silly stuff, maybe some serious stuff too, probably some serious stuff too, but just stuff that couldn't make it into the hour, hour and a half that we had for the episode. Um, That'll be the last, I envision, maybe the last five to ten minutes, depending how much content we have from that episode. But every Yabalog, you can stay tuned for that. And maybe that's really all you care about. Maybe you don't care about any of this intro matter. If that's the case, okay, that's fine. You can fast forward to the last five minutes and listen to me, Ryan, and Dean as we talked about change. And we had plenty of hilarious moments and cuts from that episode. So that'll be at the end of this episode of the Yabalog. But anyway, I'm going to do a, do a quick recap on episode 40. I went into that episode, and this is behind the scenes, so this is stuff that only y'all will get to hear. So yay. Um, episode 40 was our episode on change. We recorded it at our annual author's retreat that we've been doing for a few years now. It was me, Ryan, and Dean. And notably, it was our first episode without Elliot. And so naturally, I went into that episode with some anxiety, certainly a lot of questions and just wondering what this would feel like, how it would go. You know, I've known Ryan for a better part of a year now. I've known Dean, gosh, going on six years, maybe six or seven years. Um, so I I knew that there's a history there. I knew we had a foundation. It wasn't just two Joe Schmoes that I grabbed off the street and said, hey, you want to do a podcast together? Um, so I knew that there was there was a, a bond there and potentially a chemistry there that would work out. And I don't know how you guys felt about it, but for me, I enjoyed the episode. I thought it went really well. I thought we had some great conversations, some great laughs, some great moments. Um, it was a new feel of the episode with new music. I wanted to be intentional about separating separating the the episodes, but also keeping it the same. So it's that whole concept of different but same. Um, whenever you go through a change, whenever you grow, whenever you move on from something. And so I'm sure there's plenty about that episode that sounded weird or sounded different, but hopefully at the end of the day, when the episode ended and you heard my brother doing the outro, it was kind of like, okay, wow, yeah, that was different, but it's still it's still your other brother's podcast. And, and that's my hope moving forward is that it's different but same and that it can ultimately continue our mission that we began from the start, which is telling vulnerable stories about our faith, about our masculinity, about our sexuality. I reversed that order. Shame on me. Our faith, our sexuality, and our masculinity. Um, and just being real with each other, having an hour, an hour and a half to be real, to cut up and be silly and laugh and goof off, but also to to get to the nitty-gritty and um, hopefully resonate with you guys listening. So hope you enjoyed that episode, episode 40. And stay tuned for episode 41. It's TBD. I'm thinking potentially on these Yabalog episodes, if I'm ever torn between um, topics for episodes. Maybe I just pitch it out to you guys and open up the the voicemail line to encourage y'all to call the number <laughs> 706-389-8009. Guys, you guys need to call. We had a couple people call. I was hoping for more. So it's on you guys to, to call the number. But potentially moving forward, maybe if I'm stuck between two or three episode topics, I put it out to you guys and say, hey, do you want to hear us talk about this or this? And then maybe I just go with majority wins. Maybe that's the way to do it. Maybe that'll be a Yabalog thing. We'll see. Um, but yeah, stay tuned for episode 41. That'll come out in a couple weeks. The schedule will be every two weeks something comes out. So either a Your Other Brothers podcast episode or a Yabalog episode. So, so I'm excited for the next episode. Ryan figures to be on it. And TBD, we'll see what we talk about. I'm excited to 
continue these conversations because I've missed them after our month, month and a half off from doing the podcast. I'm really excited to get back into it. All right, so keeping this train moving, the Yabalog train moving. Wanted to read some comments, just a couple from our most recent podcast on change, which I got an email actually, because I wasn't expecting this, but I got an email from somebody who said it was our best episode yet, which is pretty high praise. Hopefully it wasn't hyperbole. Hopefully that was genuine. I, I, I choose to believe it was genuine. Um, but yeah, I mean, our best episode yet. We've gotten a lot of comments on great episodes. Probably the one that comes about most often is either one or two of our marriage episodes or our emotional dependency episode. Those tend to get a lot of positive feedback. Um, people intentionally reaching out and saying, yeah, that was really awesome. Best episode you've ever done. But yeah, somebody did comment and send an email about our change episode as being the best episode we've ever done. So I appreciate that. Thanks for that email to our faithful listener there. Um, and then on our blog, we had our comments. So if you go to yourotherbrothers.com slash podcast, you can read these comments that people left on our change episode. Um, this is from He is the One, a precious brother. I <laughs> I feel like every time I read a comment from He is the One, um, I always like turn my head a little bit and squint my eyes a little bit and chuckle and pontificate. <laughs> There's a lot of reactions that happen. But um, no, he's great. I love his faithfulness in commenting. He's been one of our most consistent faithful commenters for a really long time. Um, but there was a there was a part of the episode where we talked about playing Twister at the retreat and how Ryan won. Well, Ryan told two stories of winning one Twister match and then losing another one by basically standing up and, and just falling. <laughs> no, no, like bending arms and hands to red and green and blue, just standing on yellow and, and falling over. Um, so regarding Twister, this is what he is the one said. Regarding Twister, nude or otherwise, because this is a sidebar, I made a sarcastic, completely not true comment about playing nude Twister. Did not happen on the retreat, but just follow this train. Um, he is the one. Regarding Twister, nude or otherwise, I think I have a better idea. You need to have a wrestling tournament. In my home state of Iowa, young men routinely settle disputes this way. I appreciate that comment from he is the one. The wrestling tournament... Yeah, I've never fallen wrestled except um, when I worked at camp. I worked at a camp six years ago. One of the activities during staff week was lining or circling up all the guys around this massive mud pit. And it was literally a hole of gooey, guppy mud. Like it was thick and there was little pebbles in there. Um, It was huge. I don't even know, like 30 feet across, 20 feet across. 50 feet across. I don't know. It was a gigantic hole because we had to circle, I don't know, roughly 60, 50, 60 guys around the circle. So you can imagine how big, how big this hole was. And one of the activities, one of the fun parts of being on staff with, <laughs> with that camp was they would throw a kickball into the middle of the mud pit. And then one person, one guy from each tribe, there were five tribes, um, would dive into the pit when the whistle was blown and try to get the ball back to their side of the hole, their edge of the hole. And so you can imagine the terror. I wrote, I actually didn't write about this in the book. I'm surprised I never wrote about this in my book, Struggle Central. <laughs> it was just one of those stories. I had so many stories from that summer about testing my masculinity, but that was one of them for sure. I uh, When the whistle was blown and I jumped into the mud pit, and, you know, I'm like you know, 150 pounds. <laughs> I've been a runner my whole life. So I had this initial um, burst of energy where I was actually the one to grab the ball first. And I like for 
probably not even half a second, maybe like a tenth of a second, had this moment of victory and just absolute unadulterated joy that I had both hands on the ball and like I heard my my tribe mates behind me cheering my name. <laughs> there was such an exultant um, aura from that side of the mud pit. And then literally, yeah, it, it probably wasn't even a half a second, a, certainly a full second later that I had f- four other guys, probably upwards of 500 pounds, 600 pounds, barreling down on me to where I went beneath the mud and honestly thought I was going to die. I could not breathe anymore and relinquished my hold on the ball. <laughs> and actually, no, I, you know, I gave it a decent effort. I was, I was, there was no way I was going to get physically to the other, to my side of the hole while 500 pounds was pulling me the other way. But uh, all that to say, that's the closest I've come to wrestling. I've never wrestled one-on-one with anybody, but I have mud wrestled with four other dudes in a gigantic pit of mud and came away from that experience with some... Uh, <laughs> I was going to say some scars. I'm not actually scarred by that experience. I had some physical scars for a little while. Like, I had this cut on my abdomen and... Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a uh, it was an experience. But thank you for he is the one for t- triggering that memory in me. Um, I'm curious if any of y'all have wrestled, either like athletically in a school environment or, or just with friends. If you guys have wrestled, if you've made that a routine thing that you guys bond with, um, bond over, or if that's something you've ever wanted to try or do, recommend if you've done it or not recommend if you've done it. I'm curious. Give me a call. 706-389-8009. Tell me your wrestling stories. I think it would be fun to like build these Yabalog episodes. Again, because it's a dialogue. I'd love to build these episodes so that the next Yabalog I do, if there was three or four wrestling stories that I could listen to and play on the episode, that would be amazing. And just a side tangent, remember, if you call, you don't have to tell me your name, you don't have to tell me your age, you don't have to tell me any identifying details, where you live, etc., um, yeah, if you just say, hey, love the show, I have a story to share, that's totally fine. I mean, you can obviously share as much as you want. Um, but yeah, it's only for these bonus episodes. It's not for the public. These episodes will never be put on for the public, at least not the listener call segments. I might do some some teasers or something in the future. But yeah, as far as the listener calls, those are only for our Patreon feed. So you can maybe rest assured that it'll stay somewhat private. But anyway... Um, yeah, would love to hear wrestling stories. That might be a fun podcast episode at some point. Physical touch to the extreme, <laughs> pretty much. All right, and then I wanted to dive into this comment. It's from Jonathan, or Jonathan, or John Even, or John Evan. There's really, there's all kinds of ways I could say that. Um, he had this really long comment, which I'll read to the extent, and then I'll, I have a lot of thoughts on it. So here we go. Um, so again, this is in reference to our author's retreat episode where we talked about change and where we referenced that there was 10 of us from all over the country in this single house together for a few days. And um, here's what Jonathan, John even says, but how do you guys do it? I mean, spending time together like retreats and living arrangements, despite your SGA, which I guess SGA, SSA, same sex attraction, same sex attraction, same gender attraction could be interchangeable. Uh, He continues, me, I could never see myself going to a retreat, as you have described, where with yobbers gathered from many places. Never. Exclamation point, never. That kind of change I can't envision for me. That kind of change for me 
regarding guys, especially guys with SGA that I might be attracted to, is the admonition of Paul to Timothy. Flee. So I flee such encounters, preferring and choosing carefully the guys I spend quality time with. I suppose that kind of change in my intentionality toward guys keeps me sane and okay. It might sound an immature way of handling my SGA and maybe seem unwise, but it is the only way I can stay emotionally healthy. So that's change for me. You guys have something I could not imagine for myself. I do admire you for it. And gosh, I felt a lot of things reading that for the first time. I felt confusion. I felt sadness. I felt, I don't know, just a hunger to understand and gratefulness for what I have. Um, Because I can't speak into this person's story. I have no idea what his past is. Um, So yeah, there's... I can't say, like, no, you just need to hang out with other SGA guys, SSA guys, gay-identifying guys, and just get over it, and it'll be fine. That's obviously a cold-hearted response. But I don't know. There's a part of me, though, that just feels really sad and disconnected from this comment because in my history of, you know, the last 10 years, 10 years now, of telling these stories online and connecting with these brothers, being some of the best friends I've ever made, and on an emotional level, sure... But spiritually, I mean, I have met some of the most spiritual giants in my life through your other brothers and through Zanga, which came before your other brothers. Like, I've met some incredibly wise and strong and courageous men. And it's just disheartening to think that at any point in my journey, I could have just said, nope, like, it's too too tempting, like I'm going to be attracted to some of them, I'm going to have tempting thoughts about some of them, so I'm just going to cut that cord and just not pursue friendship with any of them, not go to retreats with them, not visit them, not invite them over to where I live, not even live with them, you know. I don't know, like I get really sad when I start thinking about stuff like that because I think people can trigger things in us, and they don't have to be sexual things, they could be anger, they could be hatred, it could be greed it could be I mean it could be any of the deadly sins or otherwise Um, I think when you pursue relationship with anybody there's always going to be that option to take it to a dark place or to let your own weaknesses your own shortcomings get the better of you and so I don't know my encouragement I wouldn't necessarily tell John to get over it and just start becoming friends with SSA guys because he might be missing out and he very well might be missing out on the people in his life or people in this community. But at the same time, I'd also, yeah, just challenge anyone who's questioning, how does that work? Like, how do you become friends with somebody that you share the common, a common sexuality with? And like, my number one response is that you're not going to be attracted to every single person. I mean, I think that's kind of obvious, right? Like, you're, just because you're attracted to women doesn't mean you're attracted to every woman. And just because you're attracted to men doesn't mean you're attracted to every man. And so that's like a first realization, maybe. But But yeah, even in the ones that I've been attracted to, because I'd be lying if I said I wasn't attracted to any of my SSA friends. And a lot of that comes from the emotional and comes from the spiritual and just comes from an admiration more so than a a physical or a sexual stimulus. There are a lot of guys that I look at and I just smile. I'm like, wow, that is a beautiful man from, from the outside in, from the inside out. And it doesn't mean I need to pursue any kind of a physical, sexual response to to this feeling, this admiration, this attraction. 
We did an attraction episode. You know, we, we choose our friends because we're attracted to them. There's something about them that's attractive and vice versa. They see something attractive in us that wants to pursue a relationship. And there's nothing wrong with the attraction. It's what you do with it. And so, yeah, maybe it's maturity. Maybe it's just life's journey. But hang in there. If you're curious about SSA friendship, friendship with other gay identifying guys, like lean into that. I think it's good to be wise and it's good to get counsel and it's good to pray about it. Um, but I wouldn't just write it off. I definitely wouldn't just write off that option because, yeah, you might be depriving yourself and you might be depriving others, actually, of a fantastic connection. So thanks, John, for commenting. Hopefully that was helpful to some of y'all. I didn't expect to talk about it that much, but hopefully that was good. Um, all right, let's get to our listener calls. That was our, our comments on the site. We did have a couple people call and... Like I said, you guys, feel free to call. Marshall did. Good old Marshall. He is one of our faithful authors, one of our more consistent authors. He's written a bunch of posts. Um, and he's a little a little further down the road. He's the oldest guy in our authorhood community. Um, really great. Love his perspective. He's got a really great collection of stories. Um, and he called to <laughs> give us some comments. Again, on Twister. Everyone just wanted to talk about Twister. We played Twister at the retreat, and so Marshall had some thoughts. Here's what Marshall had to say. This is uh, Marshall from Your Other Brothers. Um, well, you guys, you've really gone and went and done it. <laughs> I miss one author's retreat, and I find out you had a Twister competition. <laughs> um, you, I guess, realize now that you've mentioned it on the podcast, I've seen at least one comment from a yabber that we're going to have uh, – a twister competition at the next Yabbers retreat. So um, you've definitely opened up a can of worms here. Thank you, Marshall, for <laughs> thank you, Marshall, for that beautiful comment. Um, love and appreciate you, Marshall. Yeah, so Marshall's been to this was our fourth author's retreat, and Marshall went to our first three, but he couldn't make it to this one. <laughs> I'd like to think that Twister still would have happened even if Marshall was there. It wasn't like, oh man. The, the oldest person didn't show up. So now we're going to go crazy and play Twister. Like, that wasn't it at all. We were literally at a Walmart looking for, like, a card game, I think was our intention. Among other things, we were picking up some food as well. And this was the first night of the, of the retreat. And, you know, and then we see Twister in the game aisle, and someone jokes, like, ha-ha, we should get Twister. And then someone's like, no, for sure, let's do it. <laughs> and so we got the Twister game and had a fantastic Twister tournament. It was great. It was wholesome. It wasn't scandalous it wasn't not that twister even is i mean i'm sure some people make twister that but but we did not it was a fun time and marshall i saw that you also commented on our blog i didn't read your comment just now but but you also commented on the blog that you would have tried to stop this twister competition i'm assuming that was an ironic sarcastic comment because there's no doubt in my mind that marshall you would have participated along with the rest of us <laughs> it would have been positive peer pressure and it would have been fantastic and Marshall, you could have won. Like you might have, you may very well have been the Twister champion. It's possible. So thanks for Marshall for just um, taking that initiative to laugh with us about Twister. And um, yeah, you never know. At the next Yarbers retreat, there may very well be a Twister competition. I think it would be fun to do Twister with like twenty people or something. You'd have to enlarge the mat, obviously. But if you had like twenty people, maybe you add another color or something. I don't know. There's got to be, like, someone checked the research. There's got to be some 
like uh, modified twister someone invented with like extra colors or extra limbs. <laughs> Something to like make it more enticing for more than four people because really you can't play twister with more than three or four people. It gets kind of crazy. All right, and then we had one more listener call, and this is from Michael. Let's listen to what Michael has to say. Hi, this is Michael, and um, I guess I'm a little, little stressed and 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 disheartened. Um, you know, I told you guys in the in the Facebook Live uh, uh, thing last week about how I tried to join a, a men's group from church and 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 you know after talking about my testimony they said there was no way for them to help me. And the person who said that saw me yesterday in church and gave me a high five. And I'm like, well what is this supposed to mean? And and I just felt kind of confused about all of it. And and then got home and I'm I just I just isolated myself from my family and for, and and everybody. So I've been in this slump. So I I feel like I need to be re- rejuvenated, but I don't know how to do that. So if anybody out there can can give me some ideas, I'd appreciate it. Oh, man. Thanks, Michael, for commenting that. There's so much about that that hits home for me, this struggle to integrate with other men, especially, yeah, other men in the church, church groups. That's rough. Like, I I certainly do not have a three-step, five-step <laughs> process for uh, figuring this out because it's something I'm still very much trying to figure out. And I'm sure many of our, our listeners or followers are also trying to figure this out. This is a great opportunity, honestly, for this dialogue to continue. And it's not a dialogue with just me and just any one listener. It's a dialogue with all of you guys, all of you listeners. And I'm curious, just based on that message, if you've shared your story to a group of people, a group of men in a church setting, in a group setting, and it wasn't received well, what do you do? For people who have shared, and it did went well, it did go well, any, any advice, any recommendations, any like, what do we do with this? Because, yeah, it's really difficult to integrate. For me, I'll just speak for my own self. It's the only person I can speak for. But for my own self, it's been hard to feel connected with any one man, let alone a group of them. And I'm actually about to embark on a new journey here in, uh, here in the Jewel, the Jewel of the Blue Ridge. I'm fixing to join. That's a good southern phrase, fixing to Fixing to join a men's group in a couple weeks, and if nothing else, that's going to give me great story content. It'll be, there's a couple that I'm going to try out, but there's one that, the first one I'm going to try out is a 6.30 in the morning every Wednesday group. (laughs) So I have no idea what the makeup of the group will be, older guys, younger guys, single, married, how many, etc. So it's going to be kind of new for me, because I haven't tried, I don't think I've actually ever tried an exclusively men's group going back through like the uh the memories of all the 15 20 30 40 churches i visited over the years and i don't think i've ever tried just a men's group nothing rings a bell i think it's always been co-ed so hopefully this goes well because i think men 
have something to offer us, but we have something to offer them. Like I always have to keep telling myself the other side. Like, like yes, they have something to offer us. Obviously, we have this like attraction, affinity, desire for connection and intimacy, healthy connection with our same sex, our same gender. But why is it so hard? <laughs> and I'm not speaking for everybody. Maybe for others, it's like someone would listen and maybe they'll call us. I, by all means, if this is easy for you, call me and tell me that it's so easy. Um, but I get the feeling that it is kind of difficult for a lot of us, if not most of us in this community. Um, but I think it's vital. I think it's important. I think it's worth trying again and again, despite failure, despite disconnect, despite anxiety. I think pushing through it, Michael and anyone listening, whether it's the same group or different groups or different churches or different combinations. Like I'm in a place right now in my life where I'm just trying stuff, seeing what works because there's going to be a lot of stuff that doesn't and it doesn't pan out. But there might be one that does, and I would have never known if I didn't try. So I would rather try and fail than not try and not know. I think that's at some point everybody has to get to that point in their journey where what's worse, the pain of trying and failing or the pain of not trying and never knowing. And for me, the never knowing is haunting. Like it's really haunting to think that I could live somewhere for years and years and years or even for a short season and to know that there was one person out there, one man out there or a group of men out there that I could have established something with and I just never did because I never stepped out. Like that's really haunting and terrifying to me. So I don't know. It's a, it's hard to just say, Michael, try again. It'll, it'll work out. Cause I don't know if it will, like, I don't know if it'll work out for me and I don't know if it'll work out for you, but, but I don't know. There's something in me though. I think I believe that God wants us to connect with other men and I just have to believe that he will honor our determination, our persistence, our desire to find other men who also believe in, in, in God and follow him in his ways I just have to believe at some point he'll honor that. And I'm not going to say that, you know, 31 years into my life, I have zero male friends. Obviously, plenty of guys in this Year Other Brothers community that I hold dear. Um, the challenge for me has been finding guys outside of this community. And I have a few that I can text here and there or whatever, but nothing, nothing really concrete. And I think that's what I'm hungry for is something concrete. I'm also hungry for food. I don't know if you guys have heard my stomach growling throughout this entire podcast. That's going to be embarrassing if that comes through. Because it's been roaring, <laughs> reverberating here in the wardrobe. But um, I hope this has been a beneficial episode for y'all. This is it. This is the end. This is as far as we go. Um, I'd love to hear you guys, your guys' thoughts on Twister, on wrestling, and on male integration and groups at church. I think that's a great beckoning cry for you guys to get on the phone. 706-389-8009. Call that number. You'll hear my voice. And then speak away. Share a story. I would love to be able to do more listener calls in the future. Like maybe the Yabalog will just be all listener calls at some point because there's so many and they're so good. We'll see. Again, this is the first episode, so roll with me, you guys. Um, but I'd love to hear your talks, your feedback as the Yabalog rolls on next month. So that's it. Stay tuned. This end of the episode is for bonus content, so stuff that we cut from the last episode. I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope it gives you a better picture of what we do, <laughs> um, the fun that we have, the talks, the stories that we share. And I just want to thank you guys for supporting your other brothers, not just the podcast, but this community, this ministry, this work, all the stories that we share from the written word to the spoken word to the visual word in our videos. Um, thanks for supporting us. 
it's been on my mind for a while now to, to do more bonus content and kind of give you guys more of an inside track on your other brothers. And so that's part of the effort with this. We're cutting back on the public podcast, but increasing the the bonus podcast, and there might be other bonus content to come. And And who knows, as our pledges rise, potentially more public content to come as well. So enjoy the bonus content for all your other brothers. This is Tom. And I probably need a good sign-off for this. So if y'all have... As my stomach growls. If y'all have a good sign-off for me for the Yabalog, maybe give me a call. But for, for now, until then, until that time, see ya. This is your other brother's podcast. <laughs> Do one more with the emphasis on the is. So saying this is, do this is. That that's the same emphasis. You're just you just want me to say it differently. This is your other brother's podcast. Oh my gosh, uh, that cannot happen. Oh my gosh, what happens if it happens? I'm gonna have to say it again. Mm. You a knucklehead. It's definitely Man, that's terrible. Okay, did you get all the voices out? Do you like my Charles Barkley? It's not bad, right? No. Man, that's terrible. Oh, thank you. Man, you knucklehead. So first we'll say this is... Knucklehead. (laughs) So say that three times for me with the break in between is. I will break as I feel, as I deem necessary. Oh, how do I say it? Yeah, but like... Wait, one more time. This is the Yabalog. The Yabalog. It's like dialogue, but This is the Yabalog. This is the Yabalog for your other brother's podcast. Okay. But don't forget to pause. Four. Welcome to the Yabalog with your other brother's podcast. What <laughs> <laughs> was it? This is the Yabalog. Uh, what's wrong with the welcome? No. Uh... <laughs> Oh, man. We have fun. With? For your... For? I keep thinking with. For your other brother's podcast. Okay. Are you sure you want to do for? You're positive on that? For your other brother's podcast? Not in association with your other brother's podcast? Because in my head, it's with. I think this is with. I'm gonna I'm gonna do one with with you. We'll we'll decide on the tail end, okay? We'll figure it out in editing. I'm gonna do one more with with. How about that? Unique New York. All right. This is the uh, my voice cracked. Do you hear that? This is the Yabalog for your other brother's podcast. Let's do one more real quick. This is the Yabalog for. Your other brothers. Podcast.
That was good. I felt good about that one. That felt so natural. Oh my gosh. All right. This is all you're reading now for the outro. Are you kidding? Oh, all of that? Yes. Are you kidding me? So, paragraph at a time. So, read the first paragraph. Oh my goodness gracious. We're going to do like two takes for each paragraph. It won't take. Wow. Unless you make it take long. I'm probably going to make it take long. <laughs> Don't miss our bun. Ah, my gosh. Ah. Tripped right at the finish line. Don't miss our monthly bonus podcast. Ah, man. I'm like tripping on my way out. Until we journey next time, we are glad you are with us. Also, get down! Get down, you idiot! Ah! 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 And then, yeah, just make sure... <coughs> it's It picks up pretty well. Like, I can hear mm-hmm. everything pretty well. But just try to angle your voice down there, even though you're looking at us. You don't have to be like... <laughs> okay, like this? Like the Pawnee radio station. <laughs> Welcome to Thoughts for All Thoughts. <laughs> yeah. But just... Can we dump this on the ground? Yeah. I think it's going to get a little warm in here. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. Just a little. All right. We should take more yabaticals then. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe the key is a yabatical like every month. And people will just... I mean, it gives people time to catch up and then they can respond as they see fit. Yeah. So at the end of the day... Sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <clears throat> I'm curious if y'all have one of those because I do. I actually have several, but I'm gonna obviously just choose one for the mm. sake of time and for this question. Ooh, I'm Tom, and my life is in so <laughs> many parts. So many parts. I'm a four. So remember, many. I have lots of tragic moments. <laughs> exactly. So. I split my life into tenths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dean and Ryan, you guys have two parts. Me, I get seven. I get seven <laughs> parts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, it's getting warm in here. Yeah, it is. <clears throat> Would you kill me if I asked for a bathroom break? No. I could use one, too. Oh, gosh, thank you. save break. I'm sitting here, and I'm just like, I can make it. Oops. I did it again. Very nice. Shout out to Micah. We're doing all kinds of shout outs. Yeah. Shout out to Andy, Micah. I'll have to think of someone I want to give a shout out to. Do I have any redeeming figures in my life? Let me think about it. Um, Andy's sitting there like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just I can always say something about you need to be involved in the church. Yeah, say that. Okay. <laughs> say that. Just okay, like cool. That. <clears throat> you need to be in the church. <laughs> <laughs> Three claps. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, benediction. Do 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 do. People cry. Here we go. Do people still call people? Is that a thing? I don't know. They're going to now. Uh, they did you now. Yeah, yeah. I know a lot of people, they Skype and they, they FaceTime and they do, they find workarounds to phone numbers. We're going to resuscitate the uh, landline industry. and just, just There we go. Yeah. Solely the this. Back. You're yeah, welcome, yeah. AT&T. <laughs> Maybe they'll sponsor us next. Oh, man. We yeah. sh- should be so lucky. But speaking of sponsors. Get down, you idiot. Get to the chopper. <laughs> <laughs>